this is episode 60 on how to feel you have worth. Permission to just be. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Millennial Life School podcast, where it's all about inspiring and encouraging 20 to 30-something-year-olds as we figure life out together. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Life School podcast. I know it's been a while, and y'all, after about like two months of hiatus from podcasting, I'm just like, like preparing for this episode. I was just filled with so much excitement because there's something that I've been really wanting to share with you guys on the podcast. And I'm so excited to finally be able to put this episode out there because it's a topic that I really have been thinking a lot about this year and just something that I've been learning. And since like it like really clicked in my head, I feel like it's just changed my life. So I'm so excited to share with you guys some of the things that I'm learning so that you guys can learn and grow with me as well. So this episode is for the ambitious souls, for those high achievers, those who struggle with perfectionism and like people pleasing. Actually, just scratch that. This one's for everyone everyone i don't know if you guys get that reference if you're just listening on audio be sure to watch the video version of it because i'm gonna be putting out the video version hopefully i can figure out how to do this on spotify and also on youtube but watching on video is just like a whole different feel you get to watch what i'm doing how i'm talking and all that stuff but this week i've been just obsessed with the song Zoom by Jesse, I just heard it for the first time two days ago. And I've been listening to it on repeat all day yesterday, all day today. And then in the song, she does this like zooming in kind of motion, or she does this on TikTok. She made like a really cute TikTok video. But it goes something like, I see you looking at my pee. I see I Zoom in, uh-huh, zoom out, okay, zoom in, zoom out, okay, but <laughs> she does this like zooming in stuff, but it's so cute, and I just, anyways, that's a whole uh, <laughs> sidetrack, but you guys, for those who are listening, and for those who are watching on video, zoom in, and listen carefully, because this episode is for everyone. I feel like there has been kind of like a common theme of ideas that I've been sharing on Millennial Life School season two. And I think it's because in this season of my life right now, that's what I've been really learning. And the theme is on this idea of just being. I talked a bit about this on episode 43 on entrepreneurship and burnout and also on episode 44 on what to do when you feel like you aren't good enough. So you can go and re-listen to the episodes if you haven't yet, um, or if you have, like, go and re-listen to it. But I really wanted to make this episode because I feel like there's, like, definitely been a shift in my mindset that happened around this topic. And... I wanted to share with you guys just a little bit of my story and like just some of my lessons on learning to basically just be. So let me tell you guys a story. I feel like for as long as I can remember, 
I've been kind of living life with a desire to prove myself to myself. I think I wanted to prove myself to other people as well. But before I can even do that, I think I just needed to prove myself to myself so that I can learn to build trust with myself. But this all kind of led me to living life with this performance mindset. Like I needed to perform well to feel like I'm good enough. So I studied really hard because I wanted to get those straight A's to prove to myself that I am smart enough. Because to be honest, I never really believed that I'm that smart. And I was so insecure about it. So I studied hard so that at least on paper, it would say like, it would give me like that stamp of approval saying like, I am good enough. But I remember always being so scared that people would find out that I'm actually not that smart. And so it created a lot of anxiety in school setting. And I was so scared of like being called on by the teacher and asked a question that I don't know anything about. And I was just so insecure and scared that like, I would like people would think I'm dumb. And even now, like, I, I still don't think I'm like that smart. So yeah, so when I'm around like these super smart people, uh, sometimes I can feel like that sense of like insecurity come back up like, oh my gosh, like, they're so smart, you know? And yeah, and I think over the years, I've learned that like, oh, it's okay to not be like the smartest person in the room or things like that. It's like, okay, to not know stuff. And I think I've definitely acknowledged that. And I know that like, even though I'm not like super smart or whatever, but I think I do see that I have like a growth mindset and an affinity towards learning, which has helped me over the years. Um, but anyways, um, going back to my story. Um, so like in high school, I always like felt like I needed to perform and tried to prove myself, prove my worth to myself through studies. And then after graduating from college, I had this great desire to prove myself by getting hired by big name companies and feeling like I am somebody who belongs to somewhere. But after graduating, when I wasn't hired right away, like I had expected, it was really hard going through that season of constantly applying to places, constantly not hearing back or getting rejected, feeling like I'm putting in my resume and it's like getting sucked up into a black hole somewhere of no replies while my peers are already working full-time and posting about their awesome new job on Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, it's just like that season. Again, like I just felt like, oh, I need to get a good job so that I can be somebody. I needed to prove myself and prove to other people that I am someone who is successful and worthy and is able to add value to society. And again, like after I quit my job in Los Angeles in 2019 and started my own like small business and went down this road of like first being an entrepreneur for the first time in my life, I remember I worked so hard, like every single day, just like grinding because I felt like I needed to prove to myself that I can do this. And also I wanted to prove to other people that like, like I am doing something. 
And truth be told, like living like this, constantly trying to prove your worth, constantly feeling like you have to perform, it's really stressful and it will wear you down and have a negative impact on your mental and physical health. And also like this type of like need to prove yourself plays out in all sorts of relationships. Like I've seen this play out in work settings where someone's like so overly anxious about everything and they're so scared of making mistakes or if they feel like they're not doing a good job at work, it like directly affects their sense of self-worth and self-esteem. And this is like the big lie that says, I am what I do. So they're driven into this performance mindset. And I'm not saying that you should be lazy and do a poor job at work, but there's a difference in energy between people who work from a place of personal power and people who work to prove that they are good enough. And if these people become leaders, they start to project their insecurities out to their subordinates. And now the people working under them feel unsafe because they feel like instead of feeling empowered to make their own decisions and have room to make mistakes, they can sense the anxiety and stress and perfectionism coming from the leader. So they feel like they have to constantly do things to appease the leader. And it really stifles creativity and growth. And it can really lead to the leader just like trying to micromanage everything. I don't know if you've ever had that experience of someone like just micromanaging everything. It's like, oh my gosh, like everything needs to be a certain way. You have to do it this way. We can't try new things because we have to stick to this old way. Like, oh my gosh, you can't write emails like that. Oh no, you can't do that. Like, just check with me before you do anything, right? Like you have to do everything perfectly and you have to do everything my way. And it's just like the sense of control. And it really just like is not honoring the uniqueness of individual people and it leaves very small room for grace. And like, you know, this is just like an example, but this type of performance mindset and perfectionism plays out in, you know, like romantic relationships, dating relationships, uh, friendships and whatever. And you will be able to just like recognize some of this when you're just like analyzing, oh, like, why is this person like this? Or why does this person feel so like controlling in this way? Right? There's just all these different relationships where this type of performance mindset can create a very negative environment for yourself and for those around you. So anyways, all this to say that constantly living to try to prove your worth to yourself and to other people is tiring and it's not healthy for you and for those around you. But as a person who knows the struggle of wanting to prove myself and someone who naturally has a tendency to want to people please and to be perfect, 
I want to share with you what really clicked in my head in this season of my life. And it's this. It's that I can just be. It's so simple. I know it's like, okay, Sharon, great. Like you can just be like, all right, good for you. But like, let me tell you, it's been so life-changing because I don't think I've ever thought that way before. But I've definitely noticed that I feel just so much more secure in who I am. And I feel so much at peace with myself and how I interact with the world since I've realized that I don't need to prove myself to anyone. I don't need to perform. I don't need to be perfect to feel worthy. That I am just perfectly worthy and just, just being. And I want to unpack this realization with you. But the first point I want to make on this podcast episode is this. Like, give yourself the permission to just be. I've been reading this book called The Courage to be Disliked by Ikiro Kishimi and Fumitake Koga. Um, it's a book recommended by a friend, uh, Shinminbo. If you're listening, shout out. Thank you for the book rec. But I've been reading this book this week. And basically this book, The Courage to be Disliked, it's a conversation between a youth and a philosopher. And the youth is like, he's really just unhappy with himself. He doesn't like himself. He has very low self-esteem. And he is just having this conversation with a philosopher. And the philosopher is explaining his philosophy essentially on like how to be happy, like how to change your life and how to be happy. And on chapter 41 of this book, they're having this conversation on how one can find a sense of worth by simply being. And the philosopher gives this example of how if someone you love went through a near-death experience, you would be happy that this person survived. Right, like for example, if your mom was in a terrible car accident that very easily could have taken her life, just the fact that she is alive, you'd be so grateful. Right, it's not that she like did anything, but just her being alive, her being present in the here and now would bring you so much joy, and you would be so grateful for that for your mom's existence. So the philosopher says to the youth that instead of thinking of yourself on the level of acts, which is like doing, you need to first accept yourself on the level of being. And like, as I was just like thinking about this and preparing for this episode, I just like was looking at my plant that I just bought this past weekend. And I was, as I was looking at it, just like it just being there and alive, it just gave me great joy. Like literally, it's not doing anything, but it's just there. And it just got me thinking like, wow, nothing in this world other than humans seem to feel like we need to be someone or do something to feel worthy. Like this plant 
it's just there. And it's like, I'm a plant, I exist, I'm great. You know, like, I don't think this plant is like trying to compete or like trying to be like, oh, I need to prove my worth. I need to prove my worth by growing a lot of leaves or something like that. It's just there, it just exists. And it's good. Like, it gives me great joy to just see it simply being. Like, I don't need the plant to be washing dishes, vacuuming or whatever. Just in its being, just by it being alive, it's worthy. And it just like, you know, got me thinking like, yeah, like the sun, it's not trying to prove its worth to anyone. It just, it's just there and it shines and life goes on because it exists. And like, you know, the trees and the moon, it's just there. And in its existence, there's value and there's worth. And it's kind of like that quote, um, it says, a flower does not think of competing with the flower next to it. It just blooms. Like they just exist. It's like, I'm a flower, I'm just gonna bloom and I'm gonna be great, I'm just gonna exist and I'm great, I don't need to compete. And I realized like, man, like there is something special about this. And there's something that I think is like wrong and how I feel like as human beings, we just always feel like we have to compete and like we have to like prove our worth when really like everything else in the universe, it just is and it is perfectly worthy and we recognize its worth and its value by it just existing. And as I was thinking about all this, I was reminded of the story in the Bible. It's on, it's in like Exodus 3, where God appears to Moses in like the burning bush. Well, they say burning bush, but I feel like this is not really correct because the bush wasn't really burning. So basically in the story, like there is this bush and it's on fire, but it's not being burned. But anyways, I was just like reminded of that story because in that story, like God appears to this man named Moses and he tells him like, hey, go to Egypt and lead the Israelites out of slavery. And in response to that, Moses is like, um, okay, God, if I go to Egypt and tell your people, tell the people of Israel, like, hey, so... God has sent me to you to take you out and to deliver you from slavery. And Moses asked God, like, oh, if they ask me, who is this God? Like, what's the name of this God that sent you? What shall I say? And God says to Moses, like, I am who I am. And God says, like, say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent you. And I was just thinking, like, I am who I am. Like God says that to Moses. And just like thinking about that, I was like curious. I think there was like something to this. <laughs> so I looked up, um, you know, like I am who I am and like what that is in Hebrew. And in Hebrew, it says, ehie, ashur, ehie. And the word ehie is the first person common singular of the verb to be. So essentially, like in the story, God is saying like, I am who I am. 
like he doesn't need to prove himself and say like, oh, I am the God almighty who created the universe. I am all powerful, all knowing. I have done this and that, and I'm so great because X, Y, Z, and I'm doing this and I'm going to do this for you. And, you know, he is like not trying to prove his word. He's just like, this is me. I am me. This is who I am. I am what I am. I will be what I will be. I just am. And just says like, yeah, tell them I am has sent you. And I was like, dang, like, whoa, this is the definition of knowing your worth. Right? You don't have to be like, hi, I'm Sharon. I am XYZ. I do XYZ. Just like, I'm Sharon. I am me. This is who I am. You know, like, like God as someone who is completely secure in who he is. Like, he doesn't need to prove his worth to anyone. Like, he knows he's worthy. He just says, I am who I am. And just like that, I feel like people are who they are and just by their existence they have value and actually like the other day someone who was a student of mine before sent me a message on instagram and she said this to me that really touched my heart she said this in Korean. She said, Sharon, Sharon의 존재 자체가 나에게 힘을 줘서, which in English, it means that she was like telling me that just my existence itself gives her strength. And man, honestly, I was so touched and moved by this thought that like my existence itself can be a strength for someone and like it reminded me <laughs> it's like another sidetrack story but it reminded me of when I was in middle school and I was obsessed with this k-pop group named super junior like that's super junior is how I got into all the k-pop stuff but I remember thinking when I was in middle school just like thinking to myself like even if the world ends today, I'm so happy that I existed together with Super Junior. Like literally thinking like, wow, their existence gives me strength. And the world is amazing because these amazing Super Junior Obas exist in the world. And all that to say is there is power and meaning and value in your being. But if you are here today thinking like, Sharon, well, that's great. I wish I can think like you, but I feel like I'm worthless. Like no one cares about my existence. And if I disappear today, no one will even notice that I ceased to exist. And if you are... In that place right now, I just want to say thank you for being here. Like, I personally want to thank you. I know that in life, sometimes things don't go as expected, or we can feel betrayed, sad, angry, disillusioned, or just disappointed in people. 
in ourselves and in life. And in many ways, this sense of like this, all these like hard emotions, it can drive us to perform, can make us strive and be ambitious to do big things in life in order to feel like we matter. But I just want to say, you don't have to do all that to feel like you matter. Like you already matter. And from that place of being, you can do those things, like chase after those big dreams because your voice, your talents, and your presence matter. In the book, The Courage to be Disliked, the philosopher talks about how oftentimes we have this idealized version of who we should be. And we see that as like 100 points. And we compare ourselves to that 100 and feel lesser than with everything that doesn't match up to that idealized version. But instead of comparing ourselves, the philosopher talks about starting at zero. And if zero means like not existing, just by existing, we can see that there's something more than zero. And when you view life in that way, like you're calling out into the existence of yourself and into the existence of other people. And so like my second point that I really want you guys to take from this episode is this, like you don't need to perform, you can just be. Like who you are just in your being is enough. And I think what really helped me to understand and embrace this is recognizing the steadfastness of God's love. Because in the Bible, you know, it keeps talking about how God's love is steadfast. In Psalms, it says over and over again, like, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And I was like, what the heck does steadfast even mean? Steadfast, you know? And steadfast means firm, unwavering, loyal, and faithful. And I feel like sometimes when I'm working so hard and I'm constantly striving and trying to prove myself, I feel like God would just look at me and just say, child, you can just rest. Like my love isn't going anywhere. It's here to stay. Like steadfast love is a love that is here to stay. So you can just be. You don't have to feel like you are the loudest person in the room to feel heard. You don't need to feel like you need to make more money to feel like you have worth. You don't need to constantly live in fear of not meeting up to people's expectations of you. You don't need to do all these grandiose acts to try to prove that you are somebody. 
Like you can just be. Give yourself the permission to just be. So if you are listening to this podcast episode right now and you're struggling with feeling worthy and feeling like you matter, just know that you have at least one person in the universe who is so grateful that you are here. Like I say this all the time, but really like thank you so much for listening because the fact that you are out there in this universe listening to my voice right now gives me so much joy and strength. Like, thank you for your time and for being an open ear to hear my voice. So thank you for existing and for just being here. I'm so grateful that I get to learn and grow in this world together with you. And before I end this podcast, like just a practical step I want you guys to try is this. It might sound really cheesy. I know. <laughs> I do a lot of cheesy things. But um, today, like I got up and I got ready to go to the gym and I looked at myself in the mirror and I just told myself like, like, thank you for being here. I don't know <laughs> why. Maybe because I was just like thinking about this, you know, podcast episode and I've been just thinking about what I'm going to say, but I just looked at myself in the mirror and just said, thank you for being here. And walking to the gym, I was like looking at the trees and stuff. And I was just like, wow, like it's not that they're doing anything to try to prove their worth, but in my heart, I was just like, wow, like this is so beautiful. Like, thank you for being here. And then I walked into the gym and just like seeing some of the people who are there working out. I, I obviously did not say this out loud because that would, you know, look kind of crazy and maybe creepy. But in my heart, as I looked at every single person in the gym, I just like in my heart said like, thank you for being here. And I just, I don't know, like it just made me recognize like, wow, this person exists. Wow. I'm alive with this person. And just with that heart, like as I met different people and like made eye contact and I said, I smiled and I said, hi, it just made me feel so grateful. Like, wow, like I'm so grateful that I, I'm here, that I exist, that this person, even though I don't know this person, but like this person is here and this person exists. And it's so great that we just, we get to just be here. So try this at home, guys. <laughs> it sounds cheesy, but I feel like, you know, it might put a smile to your face when you think about this. Like when you see yourself in the mirror, just say to yourself in your heart, like, thank you for being here. And with everyone you meet, just thank them in your heart for being here. Like they don't have to do anything to feel like they matter. And you don't have to do anything to feel like you matter. You can simply just recognize the value in yourself and in people by simply existing. Because let me tell you, when you start to live like this and like 
when this kind of like clicks in your head, like, oh, I just need to be like, it's gonna change how you view yourself and how you interact with the world. So to end this podcast, just want to say, dear millennials, thank you for being here.